Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another episode of the one and only and not so lonely Crush It with Creativity podcast with your host, Joy Kosh. What is that it that we crush in this podcast? Well, anything that poses itself as an obstacle on your path to step into your field of favor gets crushed in this Crush It with Creativity podcast. So brace yourself for an exciting episode and keep crushing it with your creativity. This is Joy Kosh. My friend, this is Joy Coach again. Here we are on episode five of the Crush It with Creativity podcast. And today's topic is innervation to innovation, the lifeblood of human progress. Carl Sagan, I'm sure you've heard about him. He's the famous astronomer who revolutionized worldwide interest in his passion of astronomy. And he said it best in his evergreen series, The Cosmos. And he said, quote, We must go from conquest to conquest. When we have conquered it all, we must then begin. End quote. We are born explorers. Pioneering is in our DNA. Innovation is the lifeblood of human progress. Ever since the discovery of fire, or was it the wheel that came first? We have been on an incessant and thankfully insatiable journey of inventions and innovations. And quite honestly, we are still scratching the surface on how advanced our civilization could be if even 1% of the population in the planet practiced innervation or inner innovation, as I call it, to truly understand the gift that we have been born with simply by being born human. In previous episodes, I introduced you to your unique impactability, which is your unique ability to make a massive, unique impact. Now, why should you even bother to make an effort to discover your unique impactability. What if you didn't bother making that effort? Well, it is a rhetorical question and that too, it fills me with dread. If we stop tapping into our unique impactability, all human progress would cease and the most dominant species of the planet would re-enter the Stone Age. But with all the challenges that we have in modern day life. So why should you innovate regardless of what you do for a living or what your core competency is? A simple answer? Well, that's where the money is. <laughs> if you do it right, innovation is also the path to serve to make a positive impact on lives and consequently leading to recognition and fame. While we are all naturally creative, 
just a fraction of our population can actually call themselves innovators or inventors. While a fraction of human potential is being applied in innovation, it also opens up a whole world of possibilities with little or no competition for those who choose to take invention and innovation as their next steps in Economy 2.0. In the previous episode, I explained the difference between innovation and invention. An idea, a creative idea, becomes an invention. And when it is commercialized for profit and can go through several cycles of continuous improvement, that idea which became the invention now becomes an innovation. While a technical background helps significantly, if you are going to be inventing physical products, one does not need to be a scientist or an engineer to invent or innovate. Let me give you some examples just to prove that point. Clarence Birdseye, he was a naturalist and he was ice fishing with the Inuit tribe in Labrador, Canada, one cold winter day. When he observed that as the fish got pulled out of the water, it froze immediately in those cold temperatures, you know, minus 40 degrees Celsius temperatures. And later on, when that fish was thawed and cooked, it tasted fresh. Now that simple act of nature prompted him to invent frozen foods in 1922. And since then, that one invention has gone through several cycles of innovation from different people, different companies. And today, frozen foods industry commands a worldwide market of $291 billion. Let's go to another example. The sewing machine was invented by Barthélemy Timonier, a French tailor. He had his light bulb moment, but knew nothing about technology and nothing about patents. So he partnered up with an engineer to draft up the patent application, which was awarded by the French government in 1829. And that original sewing machine, that original invention, went through several cycles of innovation to evolve into the mass production clothing facilities that we have today. Let's say go to another example, a more recent example. Jan Spielhagen brought a high-end espresso machine-sized barbecuing grill into the market that he was selling for a whopping 850 euros. Obviously, he was targeting a small niche of passionate barbecue lovers who are affluent and sophisticated. To increase the pride of ownership, Jan started the Beef magazine, where owners of his barbecue grill could share their stories. And every two months, the magazine would highlight exotic recipes around the world. And for my last research, over 60,000 subscribers pay about 10 euros per issue just to be subscribers of that magazine. 
What do you think Jan's innovation on making impact and making money in return, along with such a huge fan following, in a comparatively narrow niche, did to his life? So Jan went on to market spices, grilling equipment, and even gin under his brand name. And now he also has an app called Grill Me, which translates to Grill Me in English. And the last time I checked, he was working on a TV show called Beef TV. So continuous innovation is not just on the core product, but innovation on how to build a thriving community of raving fans using ancillary products that revolve around the ecosystem of that core product to create that impact, to increase that impact and make profit. So you take your core product to do what I call a vertical penetration into a market, and then you come up with these ancillary products that revolve around the main product to create a horizontal penetration into the market. While countless examples of brilliant innovations are available for research, the point I'm making is that regardless of your core competency, there is always something that you can use your unique impactability to innovate, think, and conduct yourself like a heart-centered, purpose-driven, impact-motivated, and yet profit-conscious entrepreneur to make impact and generate wealth and fame for yourself. Innovation is not just a competitive factor. Innovation is thriving for the fittest. Innovation has been the cornerstone of human progress. And those who invested themselves and their faculties in innovation have enjoyed a fair and well-deserved competitive advantage. They prospered and evolved our civilization to what we experience today. However, in Economy 2.0, innovation will not only be a competitive advantage, not only the survival of the fittest, it will define who thrives as the fittest. Our progress has raised the bar for ourselves to engage in innovation in whatever area of core competency each one of us specializes in. While one of the ways to get creative ideas for innovation is to ask the target market what they want, another way is to make a list of personal or professional experiences where you felt that there's a better way, there had to be a better way to do things. Additionally, be on the lookout for experiences of others from social media posts in specific focus groups in your area of interest and keep a log of these posts about the pains they're going through and the inefficiency that people are expressing in whatever topic of discussion that is. Consider setting up polls in social media groups where you can ask people to vote on a topic of your interest to innovate and evaluate results. And once you have the results, make a list of what pains you can relieve with your innovation or what pleasures you can create for a customer 
with your innovative piece of sliced bread. Now, once you have the list, the next step is to consider topics in the list. Use your unique impactability to innovate alternatives to relieve or eliminate that pain and thereby increase pleasure. Sometimes it is not any pain or discomfort you're reducing or eliminating. Sometimes the problem is about taking the pleasure into a state of exhilaration. So whenever we have a shift in the emotion, pain to pleasure, pleasure to exhilaration, those are all opportunities for innovation. Now this may sound a little bit in the face, and I have absolutely no intention of patronizing you, my friend, in any manner. But quite honestly, if you desire not just want to thrive as the fittest in economy 2.0 at a job that you love or a business that you operate, innovate, my friend. Innovation helps you lead. It makes you not only think outside the box, some innovations define a box for others to think outside of. And there is no better example of quantum leaping innovations than what Elon Musk has been able to do for the past 20 years or so. Starting with PayPal, now onto Tesla Motors and SpaceX, Elon and his team has made obstacles their way, flexing their unique impactabilities beyond their perceived limits to make a revolutionary mass impact with ginormous profits. Studying his progress is quite an education in itself, and it inspires me to flex my own unique impactability. Let's take another example. I'm sure you've heard about Fiverr.com. Now, they started off with attracting talent from all around the world who would offer simple services for just $5. Once Fiverr.com, they achieved traction, they allowed their freelancers to offer upgraded gigs at a higher price. And now with the worldwide traction, they're not only offering gigs, they're offering courses on various areas of core competencies for other freelancers to acquire the skills that they could then offer as a service to their platform. That's amazing innovation. That's the amazing continuous improvement of their core product into something of higher value in the marketplace. So let's talk about the next section of this episode, Innervate to Innovate, which is your visa to the promised land in Economy 2.0. I assume at this point you understand the importance of being innovative in how you approach Economy 2.0. Chances are you've already started to figure out creative ideas that you can come up with at work or in your business that will demonstrate to an employer or to your business customers that you're committed to think, project, and perform at a level that you've not done before. Innovation is only possible 
when one focuses on innervation or inner innovation first. So let's wrap up this episode. But before I take your leave for now, I wanted to share something with you. Possibly as a homework before the next episode. To begin the process of innovation, one must engage in innervation or inner innovation. As within, so without. Only when a person innovates themselves with a new belief system, a new recognition of their unique impactability, perhaps even acquire new skills, new tools, new strategies to commercialize themselves to make impact and profit. Only then can that person innovate products and services that can be commercialized for impact and profit. When you discover and recognize your unique impactability, innovate and come up with a compelling why you should innovate despite obstacles that seem to loom ahead. And then, my friend, there will be no stopping for you. When your why makes you cry with passion and determination to make that impact on your target market and generate that profit for yourself, you will become unstoppable. Would you take on short-term pain for a long-term gain? Of course you will. Until next time, get back on some me time and contemplate on where you see yourself seven days from now, 30 days from now, 90 days from now, a year from now. Do you see yourselves innovating or do you see yourself innovating? For how long are you innovating and when are you starting to innovate? Well, my friend, it's wrap up time for this episode. I sincerely appreciate you paying attention and it's my trust that this episode helped you understand the difference between innervation and innovation. I hope you appreciate that you got to innervate yourself before you can actually start to innovate. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode, please help me make an impact on their lives by sharing it with your network. Sharing is caring, as I always say, and more so, when what you share can benefit others. So I appreciate you listening and I would appreciate if you now start taking action. That's it for now. And this is Joy Ghosh signing out. Till the next time. Take care and get some me time for yourself. Innovate, my friend. Then you will, you will innovate. Goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to the end of this episode in the Crush It with Creativity podcast. We trust you enjoyed it just like Joy did pouring his heart out to you. Should you feel this episode added value to you, we would love for you to share this episode with your friends and family in your social media networks so that we can impact other lives with our message. Ready to take on a Crush It with Creativity challenge for yourself and really crush whatever poses an obstacle for you stepping into your field of favor? Visit us at www.uniqueimpactability.com 
for details on the next challenge coming up and sign up for more information. Until the next episode, take care and keep crushing it with your creativity.